Happy Friday. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to talk a little bit about some different stuff, random things that I was writing down last night, um, topics that I'm going to cover in some videos coming up. But first, I just want to let you know that um, on the website, I'm offering this really cool new service now to where you can learn your destiny for yourself, um, past lives, the perfect partner or closest to perfect partner for you, um, all-encompassing type service reading thing that's actually done with just regular playing cards. And it's called the Cards of Your Destiny. Uh, there's a lot to it. So um, I'm still kind of learning how to do it all. Um, I'm um, I thought Mercury Retrograde was over, but okay. <laughs> Let's try that again. I'm offering it for a very low fee. Um, just so that, just because I'm new at it. And um, I want to get the practice in. And it's really fun. It's a really cool thing to do. And um, actually the gentleman that referred me to doing this uh, he says that he used this service from someone several several years ago I forget how many now uh, yeah I can't think of that right off the top of my head but it's it's been a long minute and so anyway he used it um, prior to meeting his wife and they've been together like he he found her, you know, per the cards, and they've been together ever since. And I just think that's amazing. They're a beautiful couple. I really love them. Um, they're both gorgeous souls. And so I'm like, okay, I want to know more about this, you know, for me personally and for you, because it's a great thing for all of us to um, be able to utilize, right? And it goes by your birth chart. And, you know, the, the planets that are in your birth chart, stuff like that. But, like I said, there's a whole bunch to it. Um, I don't have the computer program part of it yet, which I'm working on. But I can do that on paper. And so, um, again, I'm offering the service for a really low fee. Just so that I can get practiced in and get people excited about it. And um, we're going to do it on paper, the old-fashioned way until I get the program and then we'll go with that so yeah just a little tidbit of information there if anybody's interested in that because I'm really excited about it um, from from what I've learned about it so far it's like the coolest thing I've ever seen since that um, what is that called it was some kind of a chart that I had done about a year ago that um, can't think of the name of it right now either that escapes me it seems like it had something to do with your human template or something but I can't think of the name of it I'm totally botching it up but I'll look that up and see what that is and put it in my description box thing below um, because that's a really neat chart to have done too really really cool chart so um, yeah anyway hope you've had a great Friday and we're going to talk about some random things so first I want to mention time uh, a lot of people think that time is linear but it isn't it's actually spiral so uh, think about 
the golden mean or the Fibonacci spiral. Like that's why they're so important and so sacred. And um, just a side note on the Fibonacci code or Fibonacci spiral, it actually defies gravity. So that's interesting. Oh, and I had a really cool thought today about something. I was talking to my seven-year-old about how when you, you're you in like an electric field, it'll make your hair on your arms and, and your head kind of move and stand up. And I was like, well, wait a minute. If electricity does that to your hair, isn't it altering gravity in some way? It's sort of defying gravity itself. So that's going to be my next topic that I research to dig into that more because I want to understand. Um, also, ascension is something else I want to mention again. So ascension is a process. It's not like a one-stop shop uh, or one goal to reach. Um, you know, there's many levels to ascension. And so like right now we're trying to, we're talking about ascension. We're trying to raise our vibration frequency and uh, vibrate on a higher level that's more loving, more peaceful instead of warlike. And I also kind of uh, feel like maybe we wouldn't even be in this situation to have to do this if it weren't for uh, other races interference, other beings interference in our um, DNA and stuff, which we're going to get into also in some of my little random topics that I'm going to mention because I want to do shows on them to go more in depth with each one. But anyway, ascension is a process and um, the end goal ultimately is to become one with God again you know, become one with the creator because we are all a piece of the creator. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. You know, your animals are spiritual beings having an animal experience, so on and so forth. And the end goal is to eventually go back to source. So I know for a lot of people, you believe in uh, heaven and hell and stuff like that. So that's going to be a little bit harder for you to wrap your mind around um, because we don't like when 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 I die in this body that I'm in right now um, yes I will go back to the one but I will not stay with the one because I will come back in another body in another form to continue my lessons to continue my experiences uh, until I reach, you know, the last level of learning, which is a long minute for all of us. You know, we come back thousands and thousands of times in all kinds of forms, male, female, animals, humans, um, different planets, you know, you get to go to different planets once you graduate earth school. So, um, for those of us that are here as volunteers, we get to go back to our original planet, if that's what we so choose once we're done here. We don't have to come back here anymore. And actually, that's a common theme with all, literally all of the starseeds 
and the light workers that I have spoken to, every one of them tell me all the same things. They've always felt alone. They've always been the black sheep. They've always been able to have abilities they didn't know how they had um, or could control necessarily. A lot of times you don't even know how to control them. Um, and that they don't have to come back here again. As long as we don't accrue a crap ton of karma, we don't have to come back here. We can go back to where we came from and continue from there. Because even though, yes, while we're here, we have to do this same journey that everyone else does. We've already done this journey before and leveled up to that other planet to where our vibration was higher and, um, you know, we had passed a few tests and we don't have to come back and do these tests anymore. So uh, that's why we're called volunteers because we actually volunteered to come back here even though we didn't have to anymore because we love this planet, because we love humanity, and we love the human experience on Earth. And we want to see all of it thrive and all of it ascend in a really beautiful, hopefully graceful way. So, moving right along. Um, karma. A lot of people don't understand karma. They like to say karma is a bitch, which karma can be a bitch. Um, but, you know, that's tough breaks. Karma can also have a real sense of humor. I mean, that's the universal personality, right? You've, we're all putting into that data bank. We're all putting that information into that data bank to come back to us in various forms. Um, so sometimes we're going to get things in a, oh yeah, I bet God thought that was funny kind of way, right? Like that's, that's God having a sense of humor. Um, and then other times it's going to be like, man, that really sucked. Karma's a bitch, right? So, uh, karma, what is karma really? Karma is that data, that information that I was just speaking of where we put out information into this electric universe and it funnels it through, files it away, puts it in its proper categories, and then sends it back to us the the way that we the way that we request it. What the crap? Um so for example, um you know, a lot of people say, well, they're, they're not getting their karma, right? These people are really bad. They're not getting their karma and they don't understand that. Or, you know, why does God let this stuff happen, right? Why would God let these bad things happen to people? And then the bad guys don't have to pay. Well, here's the thing about karma. Karma works with each being individually. Okay. So if these bad guys don't feel bad for what they've done. If these bad guys don't have remorse or compassion or a conscience, they're not going to get their karma right away. 
It's not going to happen for them as fast as it would happen for you because you have a real heart. You have real compassion. It's not about fair. It's not about right and wrong. I'm sorry. That's the laws. I mean, that's the universal laws because we are all our own judge. When you face that, um, that judgment moment at the end of your life, and a lot of people in near-death experiences, they talk about this. All of their life flashes before their eyes, right? In those seconds, and yes, it's like seconds that their whole life flashes before their eyes. Because thought is faster than the speed of light. So remember that. And mind your thoughts. Um, when all of that flashes before their eyes, which is really their third eye, that they're seeing it through. People see with their third eye all the time and they just don't realize it. In that moment, you're judging yourself. We judge ourselves all the time. Consistently, 24-7. Every action, every breath we take, we're constantly judging, thinking, and judging. Whether we realize it or not, it's going out there in the information banks of the electric universe. So you're judging in that moment, and that is your judgment day. If you feel like you've done more good than bad, boom, you're going to level up, move on. If you feel like you've done bad things and that's outweighing your good, then you've already decided your fate that you have to come back and do that, that class again or that whole grade again, right? Until you learn your lesson and then that judgment balances out the other way. So if people don't have that conscience, like say a psychopath, right? Or a sociopath. They don't really have the same conscience as us. And they don't feel bad for what they've done. And they don't have remorse and guilt and all those emotional energies that are attached to doing things that are wrong. When they die, they're not judging themselves as wrong. And they're going to continue to move on and level up. I know it sounds really sucky. It sounds really sucky. Okay, I get it. That's why I said in my video yesterday that I hope that all of the bad people, when they're caught, are put out on public display to be embarrassed, to be shamed, to be whatever, spit on, rocks thrown at them like in the biblical days, whatever. Because the more people that act out toward them, the more they're going to really know they did something wrong. Because I personally do not feel like they should be able to just level up. I like things to be fair. I like them to be fair. I like to see the bad guys get punished for doing bad things. I don't like seeing good guys finish last. It's not fair. But if we understand the rules of the game, the rules of engagement, we can change the way we play the game to make sure that that fairness levels out.
So for me, that's the importance of you understanding karma, right? That and so that you don't give up your faith on the creator and yourself and karma doing its job because karma does do its job. It's only doing what it's being fed as information. Okay. So keep that in mind. Okay. What else? Soul attachments. I want to talk about soul attachments for a minute because there's a lot of people that really don't understand what that entails or even really how someone could allow such a thing to happen right because we do allow it it is a free will thing and um there is, there are ways to get rid of those attachments to detach from them if you will but there's also ways to protect yourself to ensure that it never happens to begin with so um and before i get into this list i i just have to say have to get on my soapbox for a minute and just say all of the people that go to the haunted houses and the haunted asylums and so on and so forth and they pay money to walk through there and be scared on Halloween or whatever and they just think that's so fun and great it's stupid and it's dangerous first of all and it's mean and it's disrespectful and it's heartless because all of those people that are there, all of those souls that are there, they are trapped, they are tormented, and they were tormented and tortured and trapped in life. So to go there and mock them, to laugh, to pay money like they're a circus sideshow, when these are souls that cannot be freed, When you put it on paper, it's probably one of the most ugly things human beings could be doing. And I'm not saying that to be mean to you. I'm not saying that to make you feel bad. Because I think a lot of people really don't ever even think about that. They just don't think about it. Because we're not taught to think about those souls. We're not taught to have compassion in that sense. We're not taught to worry about it. And the reason I bring that up is because a friend of mine recently asked me if I wanted to go with her to one of those asylums. And I said, well, um, I would be a real fun sucker for all the rest of you if I did go because I would be doing light work and freeing everybody and showing them the way to the light. I would be helping them to release their attachment to this place and heal from it so that they could move on. And I would put those suckers out of business, which I think that all of you should do anyway, because that should, that should not be a sideshow at all. Not at all. So, who is susceptible to attachments? 
mentally ill people, uh, handicapped people, the severely depressed, alcoholics, drug addicts. So, what type of attachments are there, really? Because it isn't just ghosts. There are, for lack of a better word, evil, demonic spirits, which is just really bad dead people, or really angry dead people, perhaps some of those that are at them asylums and haunted houses who are really pissed off for the raw deal that they got fed, you know, got handed, and they don't know how to get out of it, Dracos and reptilians can attach to you, as can vampires. And yes, vampires are real. If you don't believe me, go to the NSA. Look at their look at their vault of alien, known alien species. Uh, last I checked in 2009, there was a list of 57 with subspecies, and all of them were listed friend or foe next to each. And uh, yeah, vampires are on that list. They're real. I personally feel like they're exactly the same thing as what people call the black-eyed people or the black-eyed children. And I've met one. And I really had a very strong opinion in that moment that he was a vampire. And he knew immediately who I was as well. It was like a Highlander moment. It was crazy shit. Crazy intense shit. And I think they're vampires. And the reason I think that is because every single story I've ever heard of a black-eyed child or a black-eyed person, you don't hear about adults very often, but they're just as real as the children. Uh, children are just better at preying upon people's compassion. But they always have to ask you to please let them into your car or please let them into your home. And when you don't, then they get angry and they continue to say, let me in, let me in, let me in. But it's your free will that decides whether or not you let them in, right? It's your free will. And if you allow them across your threshold, you've given up your free will. It's too late. It's over. It's done. At, at best, you're going to be able to get away from them with your life, but very ill. And at worst, they're going to take your life energy from you and possess your body. Because that's what they do. They want your body. They're body snatchers. Uh, reptilians and Dracos will attach to people who are basically just kind of, they just check out of their own life, right? They don't really exist to participate in their own life because they are severely handicapped or 
mentally ill or depressed or on drugs or drunk all the time. And if you're any of those, then you're not really fully participating in your life. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having your little bit of recreational fun. If you want to have a drink here and there, hell, if you want to get drunk one night, you know, as long as you're strong enough to know how to shield yourself and you're not going anywhere that spirits could attach to you, more power to you. Have fun. I drink once in a while. No problem. You know, but know how to keep your shields up. They don't call alcohol spirits for no reason. And they don't call drugs demons for no reason. There's a reason behind all of it. So keep that in mind. Um, as far as how to remove an attachment, there are various ways. The most familiar everyone knows about is exorcism. I personally do not like exorcism. Um, I think that's a demonic way of doing things. It's a sacrificial thing. I think that the uh, Catholic Church really ran with that and used it for their advancement of sacrifices. And um, for me, I, I personally, when I remove attachments from people, I use King Solomon's Banishing Spell. Um, it's one of his lesser... For, it's from the Lesser Key of Solomon. And it's very effective. It calls on the four main archangels. And uh, works every time with ease. No force to the human that has the attachment, no uh, aggressiveness to them or discomfort in any way, shape, or form. It's fully protected, fully safe, and fully compassionate. So that's my preferred way to do it. Of course, there are many other ways that you can get rid of attachments, but that's just the method that I use. Uh, there's also ways to protect your home from poltergeists because a lot of times people do have poltergeists in their homes either because of the land that their home was built on or uh, the home itself having that energy that residual energy left in it so there's different things you can do for that as well and if you're interested in that i would be glad to help you um I want to make sure to also add to this to not be confused with walk-ins or walk-outs when I'm talking about attachments, uh, particularly with the reptilians and the dracos and vampires. They're not coming into, they're not a walk, they're not what you'd call a walk-in. And the person, the soul that was in that body is not a, a volunteer walk-out in that respect of the term. Um, a true walkout or a true walk-in is when you've had uh, a traumatic incident and the soul that's in the body decides to go ahead and leave the body and then, uh, you know, through the creator's 
laws and agreements, another soul can be allowed to step into that body and continue on that journey to fulfill a mission. So, uh, and a lot of that has to do with, you know, soul growth and, and wanting the best for, like, say you're a human, right? You, and you want the best for humanity. Someone could step into that body and, and carry on the mission to continue helping humanity. So that's a true walk in or walk out. Uh, what else? <clears throat> okay, right. I want to I want to talk about this for a minute too. Last night in the video that I did, I was um, talking about how um, I, I wanted you to entertain the thought that perhaps the white hats, the good guys, are allowing some of these things to happen to us. So when I say that the white hats are allowing certain things to happen, what I mean is that it's happening because you have to choose the changes, but it's also a controlled um, situation, right? It's controlled to a certain extent to where it's not going to get out of hand, not going to be deadly or severely dangerous, right? Um, similar to the baby formula shortage that we just had recently that went on for what three four weeks there was this huge baby formula shortage across america but the weird thing about all of that is if you really sit back and look at it it was only stores like target and walmart um kroger's jc that were out of the baby formula if you went to myers or aldi's or uh, save save a lot places like that, they still had baby formula because they're not in that same game, right? They're not playing the game. So there was still, and on Amazon too as well, there there was still baby formula to be found, but a lot of people didn't know to look in other places and it created a little bit of a worry and panic, understandably so. Um, But it was it was allowed to happen under controlled circumstances. The babies didn't truly suffer for it. Um, the ones that were in need of the special formula all found ways to have that provided to them, brought to them. Um, and I don't know their details for sure, but I mean, as far as I know, no babies were truly harmed from it. It was just this you know, 4 a.m. talking point that all of the news media outlets were passed around to speak of and make sure they mention, you know. And now we're getting back on track. Uh, they're, they're making the formula again. And, like the whole plant was shut down, guys. The whole plant that makes the baby formula or several plants. And that's ridiculous. And there wasn't people in other countries that were doing without it. It was just here. You have to think about why. Like they're, they're trying to force you to wake up to all this shit show that's going on around you so that you'll finally say enough is enough. You know, when do we say enough is enough? Did Corona do it? Did the baby formula be in shortage, having a shortage do it? What is it going to take? 
Like, what's it going to take? They're going to keep trying several things until they find your Achilles heel. Because it's necessary. Your free will is part of this deal. It's part of the way this playbook goes. Just food for thought. So moving on, uh, when I tell you that there's a binary star, solar event, domino effect happening, it does not, does not negate the very real fact that we are in a spiritual war between good and evil. Very much so. Very much so. All the more reason for everybody to wake up, catch up, and stand firmly in their own power. Right now. Right now. Because it's a very real war. Okay. So I also want to touch on multiple dimensions. I'm going to put my glasses on so I can read all this because I wrote really tiny. Multiple dimensions exist. Multiple beings that you would call aliens exist. Some are of a higher vibration than others. Some are watching our growth. Um, they will assist later after shit hits the fan, not before. Because they're not here to save us. They are not here to save us. It breaks the laws. The universal laws. Free will, guys. Free will. There is a Federation of Light. There is a Council of Nine. There is a Solar Warden. And affiliates. And so on and so forth. They are real. They are very real. I have spoken with some. My older daughter has spoken with some. Matter of fact, they gave her a whole list of languages and symbols of all of the different various races that are a part of the Federation of Light and the Council of Nine. And she used to regularly speak with the Council of Nine as I do. Uh, the Dracos and Reptilians do have a soul. They just vibrate at a much lower vibration than ours. Their agenda for the DNA splicing of the human DNA genes was to integrate or experiment between their genes and ours <clears throat> um, for a twofold plan. Uh, one was, the main one really, was to try to stop our ascension, not to improve theirs. And um, the other was just for all of their, you know, greedy reptilian brain sort of ways that they wanted to keep on keeping on in case any one of us might wake up, right? So, um, and to some extent, in my opinion, we all have some of their DNA within us. Otherwise, we would not have what they call 
a reptilian brain within our head. And um, also, small fact, speaking of that, that a lot of people don't know about, because a lot of people just think it's the mammalian and the reptilian brain, but we actually have three. There's actually three different types of brain that we have within our head. And I forget what the third one is actually called right off the top of my head. But again, I'll look that up in the, uh, and look it up and put it in the comments. So anyway, this is just a few different um, subjects. What was the other thing I was going to, oh, the chart, the cool chart. I want to find the name of that for you. These are a couple of the topics I'm going to be doing videos on pretty soon. Um, I love talking to people much better than talking to myself in the computer. So if you have any knowledge or input or questions for any of those topics and more, go to the website and book yourself a slot on a show with me. It's totally free. It's totally fun. We have a great time jump on board, have a chat with me. If you don't want your face on camera, that's fine. We don't have to do that. And if you don't want to be on the show itself, but you want to ask questions, that's okay too. I love interaction. We're going to be doing a lot of these live so that people can chat in the chat box um, in real time. And um, we're going to do a lot more interactives like that because I like to interact. You know, I want to talk to you. So come talk to me. And I, and I, seriously, guys, I don't know why I'm so tongue-tied today. If you're interested in getting your destiny chart done, come over to the website and sign up for that. That's going to be fun. And I'm, gonna, I'm only going to charge like 25 bucks for it. So that, you know, and, but it's a whole lot of stuff. You get a lot of details for 25 bucks. Um, also, come join the forum. Let's get a community going online. Let's have a place where we can all go talk about everything. I've got topics there on UFOs, shielding, crystals, um, all kinds of stuff. I can't even name it all. Truthers, truther stuff. Um, affirmations, meditation, chakras, like literally just about everything you can think of that has to do with paranormal or the spiritual world. It's already there and waiting for people to interact and come together. You know, I built it for all of you. It's totally free. Come join your soul tribe. Let's talk about it. Let's work it out. Let's work through it. Let's share our ideas, our knowledge, our love with one another. I thank you for tuning in. I hope you've had a blessed Friday. Have an even better Saturday. I'll see you again very soon. Love and light.